And that is Mark 16, starting at verse 9. And if you have a church Bible, which are just in the side of the chairs beside you, that's on page 1024. Mark 16, starting at verse 9. When Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him and who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, they did not believe it. Afterwards, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. These returned and reported it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven, and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the church Bible, and it'll be on the screens. It's taken from Paul's letter to the Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 50 to 58. I declare to you, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep but we will all be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself in the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. 
Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. This is the word of the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you for these two glorious passages. Thank you for the trumpet call that awaits us. Now open our ears, our mind and our heart to hear your word and to respond with integrity and with faith to your glory and our blessing. Amen. Hallelujah! Christ is risen! Some of you looked a little uncertain about that. I'm hoping that by the end of this, you're going to be able to thunder that back to me, okay? Three weeks ago, we began a series on 1 Corinthians 15, reflecting on the world-changing moment when Christ overcame death and rose from the tomb. So far, Paul has reminded us of four things. Firstly, that the resurrection is the core of the gospel, God's good news to us. The resurrection, the resurrection makes actual what Christ has achieved on the cross. Forgiveness for the past, joy and purpose in the present, and an internal, a, eternal future with God. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Is risen Secondly, Christ's resurrection demonstrates, makes possible, even demands our own resurrection. If Christ rose again we can't dismiss the possibility of our resurrection too. Hallelujah! Christ is risen! risen Thirdly, our resurrection will be a two-stage process. To begin with, watching and waiting in Christ's presence for the full in-gathering of his friends. And then, all together, receiving our new resurrection body. Hallelujah! Christ is risen! Hallelujah. And fourthly, our resurrection body will be like Christ's resurrection body. Like Christ, it will have physical continuity with our current bodies, allowing us to continue relationship, serve, to worship, to bless. But also, like Christ's resurrection body, it will be different, unconstrained by the physical world, with capacities we can't yet imagine. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Well, Paul rubs this home in our first verses today. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. This means, tragically, that we do have to go through the fearful process of shedding our flesh and blood. Yes, I know, it's true that people inflict on each other terrible ways to die. And the fear of that is part of our terror of death. But the biggest part of our fear of death is the fear of change. Firstly, that we're leaving behind everything that we know, everything that we understand, those we love, the delights and certainties of this life. But secondly, we're stepping forwards into what we don't know, the possibilities of suffering or of 
annihilation. And as we face our own mortality or the death of those we love, what truly scares us is that there may be nothing beyond this life. Or if there is, that it might mean anguish or the loss of what we hold dear. And we just don't know. Well, Paul agrees with this partially. Yes, he says, even for us who have hope in Christ, and that hope is of unending communion with the Father, we still have to let go of our mortal, perishable bodies to receive the spiritual, Christ-like, imperishable, immortal resurrection body, which will allow us to endure God's presence. So the Father cannot or does not choose to allow us to sidestep death. I wish I could say that the Christian hope was that we didn't have to die at all. But I'm afraid to say that's not true. We do have to die to the perishable so that we can inherit the imperishable. And we say, because we can't guess at our imperishable bodies, because we don't yet see how they'll be or how much we'll lose, we're still afraid. No, says Paul. That's not true. Because, because Mary Magdalene and the two on the road to Emmaus met with the risen Jesus. Because Peter and Thomas and the rest of the eleven have touched and even been told off by Jesus. Because Mark, the gospel writer, and I, Paul, the epistle writer, have seen the risen Christ and have written down this, this meeting with his resurrection body and have borne witness of it to you. You do know. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Because we've seen Christ's resurrection body, we know that death isn't the end. We know that Christ's power is greater. We know that we'll still have relationship. We know our resurrection body is good. We know that the wounds of the past suffering won't and pain us or even sour the future for us. We know that wounds suffered for Jesus aren't silly, like Harry Potter's nearly headless Nick, no, they are honored evidence of our faithfulness to Jesus. We know these things. And all of this is ours in Christ Jesus. So thanks be to God who gives us the victory over death, over sin, over the law, over suffering, over all these things through our Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia. Christ is risen. When we die, most of us will first sleep. Sleep is good. Sleeping, as it were, safe in the arms of Christ, waiting for that final incredible glorious moment when he comes to judge and to bring new life. Those who are still alive at the time, those of us still alive, will be caught up in a detonation of light and life. The rest of us, those of us who are, as it were, sleeping, will spring from our beds 
and dash outside into the light. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. The New Wine Crash team used to use this as their, uh, their theme verse, their mission statement. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. Well, not all of us will be sleeping sweetly, safely waiting for our parents' return, but we will all be changed into our new resurrection clothes. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but all of us, every single one of us who believes in Jesus, living or dead, we will be changed in a blaze of light, in a flash of an eye, at the sound of the last trumpet. In the words of C.S. Lewis, at that moment, God will invade. And when that happens, it will be the end of the world. And what's the good of saying then that you're on his side when you see the whole natural universe melting away like a dream and something else, something that had never even crossed your mind to conceive of, comes crashing in. Something so beautiful to some of us and so terrible to others that none of us will have any choice left. For this time, it will be God without disguise. Someone so overwhelming who will strike either irresistible love or irresistible horror into every creature. It will be too late then to choose your side. That won't be the time for choosing. It will be the time when we discover whose side we have already chosen to be on, whether we re realized it before or not. Now, today, this is the moment to choose the right side. God is holding back to give us that chance. It won't last forever. We must take our chance or leave it. And so I beseech you, if you haven't yet made a choice for Jesus, please, please don't delay. Don't leave this building without making that choice. You can pray right now that Jesus will welcome you, that he will accept you, that he will come into your life. You can wait to pray with somebody after the service in the corner over there. They would love to pray with you. You could join our Alpha course. It's not too late this coming Tuesday evening if you need to hear more about it. You could get baptized like baby Isabel. But please, please take the chance that you still have to trust in Christ. Because it's God who gives us the victory, but only through our Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia. Christ is risen. For those who set themselves against Christ, the sound of the trumpet will be a sound of horror. For those who love him, who choose him, as Isabel's family have done today, on her behalf, it will be a call to joy. Like the Jeremiah trumpet voluntary that was played at Margaret Turner's, Turner's funeral, a memory, yes, of her wedding to Tony, but also the summons to meet her heavenly bridegroom 
the Lord Jesus. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, says St. Paul, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Jesus knows that this world, in this world, you suffer frustrations and pains and losses and griefs of one kind or another. He has experienced it too. On Good Friday, his body was natural. It was stripped. It was humiliated. It was mangled. It was racked with pain. It was weak, and it was dying. But on Easter Sunday, it was spiritual. It was clothed with honor. It was pulsating with glory. It was immortal. It was world-saving. It was life-giving. Some of you I know don't have enough for your wants or needs of today. This is only Friday, but Sunday is coming. Some of you I know are in pain. This is Friday, but Sunday is coming. Some of you look on brokenhearted as those that you love struggle or suffer. This is Friday, but Sunday is coming. Some of you watch on with grief and anger as the world continues to take wretched and wicked choices. This is Friday, but hold on, Sunday is coming. Some of you feel guilty or ashamed or bound or broken. This is only Friday, Sunday is coming. Some of you, some of you feel a failure. This is Friday, but guess what? Sunday is coming. You know the one who has broken the power of death, the power of pain and of hell. And nothing can touch those who choose him now. For this is Friday and Sunday is coming. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. So thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, concludes St. Paul, because you know that your labor for him is not in vain. Yes, I know, people with whom you share your faith may laugh at you, may ridicule you, may jeer at you. This is only Friday, but Sunday is coming. Yes, there isn't enough money in our budget, I know. This is only Friday, Sunday is coming. Yes, our intercessions may not be succeed. Our intercessions for others may not be answered in the ways that we were hoping. This is only Friday. But hold out, Sunday is coming. Your efforts may not succeed. Others may obstruct you in all that you're laboring to achieve for the Lord Jesus. This is Friday. But Sunday is coming. And one day, the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised, incorruptible, imperishable, immortal, and we shall be changed. We shall be changed. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, now the dwelling of God is with men, with mankind, men and women, and they shall be his people, and God himself will dwell with them and be their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, 
or pain. For the former things, the old order of things, has passed away. And he who is seated on the throne said, Yes, I am making everything new. So thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia! Christ is risen. Alleluia! Christ is risen. Alleluia! Christ is risen. Alleluia! Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you that Christ is risen, that death is defeated, that the grave is broken, and that we are on our way to you. That all that we have here that is breakable, that is frustration, that is pain and suffering, all of that will be swept away, transformed and recreated in the image of Christ, the risen, Christ our Lord, and we will be changed. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, when the trumpet sounds, let it not be for our destruction. Let it be for our joy and to welcome us into that glorious wedding banquet, banquet in which you draw us into eternal and full and joyful communion with you, your Son, by your Holy Spirit for eternity. May we choose you now that on that trumpet day you will choose us for glory. Amen.